Feel how your legs rest. And the length of your back. Your arms and shoulders. And feel, this has been our uh, first uh, six weeks of having our own little mats that are like a little home base now in the room. It's a little bit of a different feeling. Home is always a nice feeling to find space for you to be in, explore. And roll over and lie on your left side and get whatever height of cushions works for you to feel like you're more or less at home lying on your side. Are you more at home lying on your side than you were on your back, less at home? Grab as many cushions as helps you. That's one way you can experiment with making the world a nice home-like place for yourself. What level of support do you need under your head so your neck your shoulders are all right. And to begin with, lengthen your arms in front of you with your palms together. So your bottom arm rests extended on the floor and your top arm, your right arm, is on top. And just very slowly begin to slide your right hand forwards and then bring it back to where you started from. It's a small movement of sliding your hand forwards. And there's a few things you can check. As you do that, with every movement you do, you can check what's the level of tension you're holding in your hand. Does it need to be what it is? Can you relax that a little bit more without bending your elbow or anything, but just without using more tension than you need for your right arm to remain long in the elbow and the wrist? Slide your hand forward and come back. So you're always checking for those little bits of tension that you don't need. Can you create the movement from the beginning without that, without adding it? And then, of course, you're not just sliding your hand. What's your shoulder doing? What's your chest doing? What are you doing with your chest? Your spine, the vertebrae at the back. And stay on your side and pause for a moment. And then begin to slide your hand back towards yourself, letting your elbow stay extended. Slide it back towards yourself, towards the wrist, over the wrist on your lower arm. And if your elbow stays straight, then your shoulder, what does it do? It turns back. 
Does your head turn? Maybe there are things getting in the way. Check if you still got your glasses on or something you might do better without. And again, your shoulders, your shoulder moving back. Is anything in your ribs, your chest turning? And then just leave that and roll onto your back and take a rest on your back. And feel just from that very simple movement, is there something different in how your left and right shoulders are resting on the floor, left and right sides of your back? And come and lie on your left side again. And lengthen your arms in front of your palms together, but now slide them a little bit up on the floor so that they're maybe um, not quite at a 45-degree angle, but, you know, a few... Hmm? Still long. Yeah, both of them still long. No, no, you can go farther. Up. Yeah, so kind of at a 45-degree angle, like, and more in front of your face instead of in front of your shoulders. Yeah. And maybe just slide up and come down again and check for yourself. Where's, how far, uh, how far is a relatively comfortable height for you to be at? So for somebody, depending on how you come into the room, moving them just an inch up might be a whole new situation for you, and that's good. That's all you need to do. Maybe it's really, really easy to slide them all the way up almost over your head to a 45-degree angle or something. That's really easy for you to do. Choose for yourself a height that's definitely different from straight out in front of you. It's a little bit higher, but it's still satisfying. It still feels a little bit like home, like it's somewhere you could start from to start exploring. You're not in a struggle just being there. You're ready to start exploring. And then start exploring. Slide your hand a little bit forwards. And a little bit backwards, go in both directions, forwards and then backwards, letting your elbow stay straight and see what this slightly different height of your arms, what difference does that make to the movement? Does it change the ease of the movement or the extent of the movement? Does it change where in your back, in your spine, in your ribs, in your chest you feel moving? If you feel, I keep on saying your back, but what's happening in the front, your breastbone, your chest in the front, does it turn towards the floor as you slide? your hand forwards, does it turn a little towards the ceiling as you slide your hand backwards? Or does it stay looking forwards? If you had a little eye in the middle of your sternum of your chest bone in the front, 
where would it be looking? And then pause for a moment. Rest on your side. And now slide your arms down and similarly find a direction for your arms to be. Slid down, that's uh, a new home place, a new starting place. It's a little bit down from straight out in front of you. Not so far down that you're feeling restricted or constrained. Just a little bit. Find for yourself what's a good height to be at. And then in this new position, slide your hand forwards and come back towards yourself. And how differently does your back or your chest turn when you're sliding your hand, not just forwards, but forwards and down? What happens across the front of yourself if you think of a line from your right shoulder to your left um, groin or hip joint in the front? Notice how that line gets shorter and longer as you slide your arm forwards and backwards. Okay, and leave that and roll onto your back and take a rest on your back. And then come and lie on your left side again. And you can rest your right arm any way you like to, alongside your body or bent up with your palm on the floor near you or whatever's the best way for you to rest your right arm. And begin now to bring your knees up a little bit so they're close to 90 degrees, so your knees are close to 90 degrees in front of you. So you can think of exploring a movement of pushing your right knee a little bit forwards and then coming back to where you started from. Push your right knee a little forwards and then come back. Yeah, And what you're really doing is you're rolling your pelvis. So you're pushing forwards with your right hip. Depending on the angle of your legs, your knee might go a bit forwards, it might go forwards and down, it might go in different directions. Your knee can just rest, your leg can just rest, and you just push forward with your right hip and then come back. To where you started from. And here too, follow sense in your back your low back and your chest. And if there's any discomfort with the movement, then there's always two things you can do. One is doing less, and the other is the amazing thing is to think beyond the place that feels discomfort and go. Maybe in your low back you feel discomfort. Well, what about your middle back? 
What about the place above it? Can that place start moving and take over some of the work of the place that's feeling irritated? So all these little ways you can adjust. If you feel some edge of discomfort, you can come back and do less, and you can look around, look in the neighborhood around it and say, who can help? Who can help here? Often the place that's irritated is irritated because it's doing the hero's share of work. Something else right nearby is invisible, is not helping us, not taking part in the movement. And so the poor thing, it works extra hard, it does extra work, it gets in pain, and then we sort of start to call it like, oh, that's my bad back, or that's my bad shoulder, or that's my bad. When the whole thing's just, you know, trying to do everyone else's work anyway. It's adding... Blaming the victim. It's like a blaming the victim mindset. So what can help? Maybe you help all the way up to your shoulder. Maybe you roll the whole side. You roll your shoulder forward and your hip forward, everything forward. A very comforting kind of movement. The whole length of your spine helps your knee come forward. And then pause for a moment, rest on your side. And begin to slide your knee back towards you. That means take your right hip backwards, and your knee will slide a little bit backwards. Don't go so far that it lifts or pulls, you know, lifts up in the air. It'll just slide. It can continue to rest on your bottom leg. Take your hip backwards and let your knee slide towards you. And then leave that and come onto your back and take a rest. And compare how your left and right sides are feeling. Does one side feel a different length than the other, the whole side? Is your breathing, you're expanding and contracting and your breathing different on one side and the other? Roll over onto your left side again. And a person always has the option to do the other side if that's uh, preferable for you. But start on your left side. Lengthen your arms in front of you, your palms together. Fold your knees up at about right angles, about square angles. And begin to slide your knee and your hand forwards at the same time and then slide backwards at the same time. So you slide both your hand and your knee forwards and backwards. 
You feel your shoulder and your hip are going forwards and backwards. Feel the distance between your right shoulder and your right hip and how that's changing as you go forwards and changing as you go backwards. Oh, this is another like early Feldenkrais discovery, by the way. I mean, early in the years that you do Feldenkrais. Some of these things I say to pay attention to may be completely mysterious. You might be trying to pay attention to them and you're feeling like, I don't know, I don't think I'm feeling that. And that's all right because it's the looking. It's the looking for the connection that's really doing something for your brain. If you don't feel the connection, then that's incredibly important and powerful. That means that you'll get a lot out of finding the connection. So just be comfortable with that space of looking for it and not being sure if you feel it. Very active directing your attention there. So directing your attention to feel, can I really kind of map out in my mind as I go, can I feel kinesthetically that relationship, the distance between your right hip and your right shoulder, that will be very powerful even if you're not sure what it is that you're feeling. And now pause for a moment on your side and then vary the um, angle of your leg and your arms. So move your arms up so that you're a little, going to slide them a little higher. And unfold your hips a little bit so you move your knees down a little bit. So your knees will be going a different angle. And like this, begin to slide. Start carefully. Slide your hand and your knee forwards and then backwards. And feel what a difference it makes to be taking your knee and your arm in slightly different directions than you were taking them. What changes about your sense of ease in the movement? It may feel tippier. It may feel more difficult to control. You've got less of a footprint to help you keep balance. And feel, again, that relationship between your right hip and your right shoulder. When does it get longer? When does it get shorter? Does your hip travel ahead of your shoulder or your shoulder ahead of your hip? And then pause and bring your arms down so your arms are pointing slightly towards your knees and bring your knees up so your knees are a little more folded than you started with. And now this will feel quite different. Slide your knee, your right knee and your right hand forwards and back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And see what, what gets in the way now. Something maybe feels like it gets in the way. Can you slide as easily? Or maybe it's more easy for you. Maybe this is more accustomed, more home-like position for you and you can do a lot more from it. Or maybe it's a position that's farther from home for you and you can't do as much in it. Either way, just explore, do what you can easily. Breathe. And feel where, where is it shortening, where is it lengthening between your right shoulder and your right hip.
And then leave that and come onto your back and take a rest on your back. If we don't do the other side, some of you are going to find you're going to have to buy different lengths of pant legs or something or different shirt sizes for the left and the right. <laughs> There's some seriously long right sides here. Although I say I see it, and we had a, I did uh, my training in Mexico, we had a translator for some of the English language teachers who was there in the first year, and she came back in the fourth year. And in the fourth year, she said, you know, I'm having a very hard time translating now because I can't see what you guys are talking about, <laughs> which was interesting feedback for us who just learned gradually, and we didn't realize we could see things now with our eyes that were kind of pretty subtle. Some of these aren't so subtle. Yeah. The moment you've all been waiting for, roll over onto your right side. And bend your knees up at a comfortable height, the height that for you is gives a feeling of home, which is probably a little bit of stability, right? You don't feel too much like you're going to tip forwards or tip backwards. Extend your arms in front of you, palms together. And begin now to slide your left arm a little forwards and then come back to the middle. Just start very slowly, gradually build it up. Sliding your hand forward and then sliding it back to where you started from. And feeling on this side. Again, you chose what straightforward means to you. It might be, might be that it was a little down or a little up, but it was, this is your straightforward in front of you. It's good. So notice where that is. And notice, by the way, what happens with your head as you slide your left arm forwards. You're feeling your shoulder move. You're feeling your chest, your spine. Does your head stay looking forwards or does it roll a little on the cushion? And whether it rolls or not, is that because of you or because of the cushions you have or the surface you're on? Pause in the middle and begin to slide your hand back. And feel your shoulder turn back and maybe your chest turns back. Feel on this side as you slide your left hand back how much of you is involved. And again, does your head stay facing forwards? Does it nod a little or does it turn? Or none of the above, something else. Slide your hand through the middle so you slide forwards and then come back and slide backwards. And deliberately add to that, rolling your head so that you turn your head to look just a little towards the ceiling as you roll back. You don't turn your head more than you turn your shoulders, but just a little. And down towards the floor as you slide forwards. So you're just adding really the idea of your head rolling. It's round after all. It'll roll if given the chance. As you slide your arm forwards and backwards, take your shoulder forwards and backwards. And what are your eyes doing? 
Deliberately take your eyes to look out the left corner of your eye as you take your shoulder backwards. Look out the right corner of your eye as you take your shoulder forwards. Slide your hand forwards. So your eye, your head, your shoulders are all making a really unified movement. And then continue to roll with your shoulders and your head, but can you take your eyes in the opposite direction? Can you turn, can you look out of the right corner of the eye as you turn your head to the left and slide your left hand back? And can you look out of the left corner of your eye as you slide your hand forward and take your shoulder forward? What does it feel like to sort of cross signals between your shoulder and your eyes like that, your head and your eyes? Can you make it smooth? Is it possible at all? just drop any deliberate intention with your head or your eyes. Just continue to slide your hand forwards and backwards and let your head do what it will. Let your head or your neck be involved however they will. Maybe they continue to roll. Maybe they stay still. Just see what's your kind of um, what happens without you deliberately adding your head now. And then leave that and roll onto your back and take another rest. Are your right and left sides starting to feel a little more balanced? And then roll over onto your right side again. Extend your arms in front of you, palms together. And this for you, as I said a moment ago, when you put your arms in front of you like this, this is what in front of you means to you. Part of your body map isn't just, you know, how does the upper arm bone attach to the shoulder blade or how long is your thigh bone or what's the distance between your head and your tailbone or that kind of thing. 
Your body map is also what is forward in space, what is backward in space, what's to my left, what's to my right, what's up, what's down. So this to you is forwards, and it's not actually the same for any two people in the room. It's very different. Everybody's got their arms at a little bit of a different height. So how would you find what for you really means forward in any objective sense? All you can do is explore different options and refine by feeling different options. And so, for some reason, this makes sense for you, for your arms to be at exactly this height. So let's feel what it's like for your arms to be at a different height. Move them a little bit up. And they're more in front of your face, less in front of your shoulders. And slide your right hand, left hand forwards and backwards. Slide it forwards and backwards and feel. Well, maybe there was some reason you didn't choose this height automatically at the beginning. It's not what forwards means to you, it's forwards and up. Your back turns in a different way, your head turns in a different way. Maybe different heights of your back get involved more. And just at your own time, try different heights. You can move your hands down. You can move them up. It doesn't have to be just three different positions. You can try several different positions. And just vary at your own pace. Do a while. Take enough time in each position to really feel it. Do several repetitions slowly. And see if you can pace for yourself, trying a few times at one height, trying a few times at another height. What do you learn about your back by doing that? What do you learn about your chest in the front, what do you learn about your head, your pelvis and your hips, how they roll or they don't roll, what do you learn about how you've organized yourself when you try these different heights. So whatever differences you feel here you take with you to, you know, reaching things off of shelves at different heights, setting your computer keyboard at different heights, anything you might do with the space in front of you, holding a book up in front of you. These are the different possibilities in your back, in your chest, in your connection to your arms. And you just keep exploring that for as long as you like it at many different heights. And then you choose when you're ready to leave that and roll onto your back and take a rest. Feel how you're resting again.
And then roll onto your right side again. And you can rest your arms however you like, your top arm. And bend your knees up now at what would be for you, what's your best guess at your knees at 90 degrees, as though you were sitting on a chair, as though you were sitting on a chair. And with your knees at that height, and that's your own inner inner outer body map, map of space that says this is straightforward in front of me, this is a right angle to my spine. Slide your left knee forwards and then backwards. Slide your knee forwards, come through the middle and slide a little bit backwards as well. This is such a particularly interesting height to work at because we spend so much of our lives sitting. We deal with chairs so much. How much freedom is there in your back when your knees are bent up at this angle? How much of your spine moves all together as one block or can distinguish? How well can you breathe with your knees bent up at this angle? This is all, everything you do all day, every day, sitting in a chair, this is like the background noise. Is how well can you breathe? How free is your spine? How independent are your shoulders from your hip? Or are they just kind of glued to them and going along for the ride? When your knees are at that angle that we live so much of our lives at. And then try different angles. Maybe if you spent all day in a chair where your hips were a little more open, or you spent all day a little bit more like in a squat with your hips even more closed, and you roll your pelvis and slide your knee forwards, is now more of your back free. You have different options. So try different heights at your own pace. You can time yourself. Try different heights for your knees and slide your left knee forwards and backwards. You might want to try really far apart distances. That might help you feel something. Or you might want to try just the subtlest, tiniest. What if I just moved my knees five millimeters up or down? Check for yourself. See what you want to try. But give yourself enough time at each height to really repeat it a few times and see. Give yourself time for your eyes adjust to the dark and feel what you can feel in that position how much you can breathe, how much your ribs can move, your spine is available, how your hip relates to your shoulder. And then leave that and come onto your back and take a rest.
And you just feel that height, the space behind your low back is changing, it's contact with the floor. The length of your two sides evening out. And then roll over onto your right side again. Lengthen your arms in front of you, palms together. At a comfortable height for both your arms and your legs, the place, the direction that's going to feel you've got reasonable degree of freedom in. And now begin to slide your left hand forwards while you slide your left knee backwards and vice versa. So take your knee and your hand in opposite directions and go very slowly and don't expect it to be as big a movement as you made when you were doing them together. Let it be a small movement and make as many mistakes as possible. You can try a different height for your knees or your arms. Sometimes a little tiny adjustment can make four whole more ribs in your chest willing to move. And what does your head do? Are you looking straight forward? Are your eyes fixed? Does your head turn with your shoulders? Does your head turn with your pelvis? Does your head not turn at all? And then just slide everything together so your knee forward and your hand forward at the same time and backwards at the same time, everything together at the same time. And leave that and come onto your back and take a rest.
And then let's try a different approach to that same idea on the other side. So turn over onto your, roll onto your um, left side now. Roll over onto your left side. Extend your arms and legs, your arms in front of you, your knees bent up. At a good angle for you that feels you've got some freedom, your home starting base. And from here now, instead of suddenly doing everything in opposites, let's just change the timing a little bit. So slide everything forwards and everything backwards, your top right hand and your right knee forwards and backwards. But start with your hand and follow with your knee. Do a bigger movement with your hand and a smaller movement with your knee. So you're really just kind of changing a bit the timing and the accent. You make your knee and your shoulder move farther and move first. Sorry, your shoulder and your hand move farther and move first. And your knee still goes in the same direction, but it's just lagging a little bit behind and doing a little bit less. All throughout ourselves, we have these distributions just naturally. These are really our habits that we move one part more and another part a little bit less. One part lags a little, one part leads the way. You're just artificially kind of creating that between your hand and your shoulder. Feel the length of your back, where you feel is happening in your spine, what in your chest you feel. And then make it more even so that they're starting at the same time. Your right hand and your right knee slide forwards together and backwards together. Similar distance. Starting at the same time. Ending at the same time. And then just maybe I'm going to guess this might feel less normal. Can you start with your knee? So your knee is going to take the lead now. You slide your knee forwards and slide your knee backwards. And have that take the lead. That's the beginning of the movement is your knee sliding forwards, your knee sliding backwards. And your arm makes a smaller movement and legs and kind of follows along. It starts after your knee starts. It goes less distance than your knee. Can you just vary the timing, vary the emphasis that way so that more is happening in your hip and your knee, greater extent of movement in space, I mean, and less happening in your arm, shoulder. And then again, everything together, let the timing come together. So your hand slides forward and your knee slide forward at the same time. Your hand and your knee slide forward and then slide backwards at the same time.
And then leave that and roll onto your back. And feel now, after all the different places you've tried possible home positions lying on your side, how this home position lying on your back feels, how you're resting on the floor, what sort of support you get from the floor, how much of your back is in contact, how long your arms and legs feel, and your torso. And just take your time slowly at your own pace. Whenever you're ready, you can come up to sit and stand and walk around. No hurry.